0: Are your bookcases looking a bit blah? Stay tuned. Welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks. I'm Anita Joyce with Kelly Wilkness, and this is episode 311, the best method for decorating a bookcase. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 311. I do love this. Isn't this fun? Don't you love doing bookcases, Kelly?
1: I do. I actually have a lot of blog posts on bookcases. But the funny thing is I don't have a bookcase in this current house. Oh, stop it. I don't. I, I I I want one. I was going to put one in the living room, but then I went for that Chase lounge that I was talking about. But I am going to have a bookcase someplace. Um, and when I do, I will use our own great tips for mm-hmm. when I decorate it. But I have had plenty of bookcases in the past, so fear so not. So we need I've not worry.
0: You have experience with this. Is what you're trying to say?
1: <laughs> yes, I have. I do. <laughs> yes, I know. It's more than just books. And unless you're a librarian or you have a ah, room in your house that is an actual library, then you probably want to be jazzing up your bookcase with items other than books. And so we're going to tell you how to do that today in the best possible method.
0: Mm-hmm. Are we ready to get started?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: So- well, uh, you know, it's interesting. I thought we might be fun to start with the controversial method that some people use. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: No, I didn't know there was a controversy. Oh,
0: my goodness. Yes, this caused a major f- flap on the internet when bloggers started doing that. And what I'm talking about is turning your books backwards.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. I, that's, I love you, but that's not where I would start with this. But okay. Not no, all. I'm bringing it up because we it we was get such it out of the a way? controversy. Yeah, just get it out of yeah. the way. It's. I'm, it, I'm sorry. It's dumb. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, I mean, you know, you want you want my opinion. I am a nice person, but when mm-hmm. it's, you know, you, the part about being a nice person too is you'll tell your friend when something is dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't think you do this, but I kind of think that is dumb. I mean, if somebody wants to do it in their house for a certain look, but I mean, come on. It's, it's books. You should mm-hmm. be enjoying the books. I mean, I get selecting some books because you like the color of their spine, particularly if they're vintage books and you're not going to be... Actually, reading them, but mm-hmm. I mean, just the whole idea of turning your books backwards mm-hmm. so you can't see what they are is just silly to me. I understand that I, that. I think the reason people do it is because they like to have that neutral texture, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. you know, some books. I think that's do that do is that. why people do it. Yes, right. Yes. But unless you're the stylist of Restoration Hardware and you've got these made to look old books that they have. You know, had made for them that mm-hmm. kind of have the vintage book edging and pages. Books backwards just don't look that great, <laughs> regular books. Uh-huh.
0: Right. Okay. Are, are we well, done
1: with this now? Do we have to keep talking about
0: it? No, no. I'm just going to say one. No, I have used them on occasion when I'm using the books as risers and they're not books that I'm going to be reading, but mostly I don't do it. Yeah. But I have done it in small doses. But yes, no, that's something that uh, can be done. But if you are reading the books, you can't find them. And yeah, I don't, in general, I don't really think it's, it's something you want to do in mass because then it looks like you don't even read your books.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's almost like one of those things. It does look pretty, you know, in the right setting. And as I said, with the right type of books that have the right type of paper pages and all of that. But it's almost like equivalent of a fashion runway thing. Like, you're you're not going to, you know, I mean, you shouldn't be doing that at home. You know, you sh- you shouldn't have you know pink eyeshadow and you know a big giant hat with feathers coming out of it. Even though that looks really cool on the runway, you probably wouldn't go to pick up your kids wearing that. So it's kind of like I think one of those things where it looks good when it's styled. If it's in a magazine, you can appreciate it for you know the beauty of the layout of the bookshelf or whatnot. But it's really not something you should try at home. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. I think we can check that off. Very few
1: strong opinions. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I had no
0: idea that this was such a strong one. I didn't know you were
1: going to open up with that. I'm like, why not just piss piss people off right from the beginning? Right away. Started right off. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm sure everyone agrees with me. Whatever. If you don't, that's okay. It's what makes the world go round. You let me know if you're using your books backwards. Um, Now, here we can segue into getting down to you know, actually decorating the bookshelf with books. Um, The thing about the books and the spines is that, and why some people might want to swap them around so you're just seeing the neutral pages, is because books on a shelf can look messy. It's a lot yes. of visual noise. If you have a lot of different spines and a lot of different sizes, and if you're mixing in paperbacks and hardcovers and stuff like that. So, you know, if we're really talking today about a decorative bookcase. Yes. You know, as I said, not if you're, you know, a librarian or you're a, a researcher and this is your office bookcase where, you know, you're going to have your books that you need to use for work or things like that. Or if you really do have a library room where, you know, like Belle's room in, uh, you know, Beauty and the Beast where it's just all books, you know, and mm-hmm. that's and that's fine. And then that's what it should look like. But we're talking about incorporating books uh, that you enjoy uh, and it could be coffee table books and decorating books and and books and novels and things that you read, but incorporating them in a in a bookcase that is also something that is a decorative part of your home.
0: That's right, because uh, if you're going to be reading the books a lot, you know it's nice to organize them by topic or by title. But from a visual standpoint, a lot of times it looks better organizing them by color. But if you have the spine facing out you can see at least where your book is and hopefully you'll kind of remember where it is. Uh, so yeah, that is something to kind of think about is the color. If you're looking, if this is all for styling and not as like you say, a, a working library, then you're going to have fewer books and you're going to choose books th- th- where the color and the look of the books is kind of going with your bookcase. And one of my favorite tips, I think it works very well with the bookcase, is to start with your photo of your bookcase. Go ahead and take a picture of it right now before you do anything. And there's a couple of different approaches. One is you can take everything out or you can just move things around. But one thing that's fun to do is as you're trying different things, try doing, try arranging it several different ways and take a picture each time. And that way you'll remember where the things were. And then as you play around, you can go back and look at the pictures and say, well, I really like this one best. And that'll help you remember where the things were in the bookcase.
1: Excellent. I, yeah, that is a really good tip. Um, what I like to do is if I'm going to decorate a bookcase as, you know, and, and as we're saying, like it, it is decorating a bookcase. So the mm-hmm. books are essential, uh, but so are the other items that we're going to talk about today. So you know, it's it's about styling it and, and also enjoying it. And I think also having books in your home just it's it it's personalizes your home too I mean hopefully you're not just going and buying books because all the spines match although that's kind of nice if you do happen to like books and the spines go together <laughs> that's a bonus but th- if someone comes into your home and they're looking at the books that you enjoy whether it's a classics or if you're into a particular topic like gardening or bird watching or whatever your jam is then they can learn a little bit about you and you can incorporate those items with other pretty things um, in a really pleasing way. So that's that's what the goal is here. What I like to do if I'm going to do a bookcase is if it's already decorated, I would probably take everything out and start fresh. And what I also like to do is think about the things that I might have in other places in my house or in my cabinets um, that might work in the, the bookcase. And so I put everything out on the dining room table or any big flat surface that you might have. And so you can see it all. So as you're working with it and playing around with the different sizes and shapes and textures, you, you can see what all your choices are right before your eyes. Right. And as
0: you're putting things back in, I think you're going to want fewer things in the bookcase than you started out with. I know uh, when I've had photographers come for, well, some magazine photographers just shoot your house the way it is and just add some flowers. And then there are other magazines that come in and say, okay, everything in here is going out and we want you to add this stuff in this room. So it really kind of depends on the magazine. But I'll tell you one thing that they the camera seems to like and the magazines really prefer is for less in the bookcases. I'm always surprised at how little they want in there for the photos. It's really interesting. And so go look at a magazine and see the bookcases and you'll see what I'm talking about. So you probably do not need as much in your bookcase as you think you do. So as you're putting things back, things back in, don't feel like every little space has to be covered and while we're talking about taking everything out one thing to think about is do you want to put wallpaper in the back or paint the back of your bookcase a different color because that is just a beautiful technique that you can use to really highlight the things in your bookcase and so that's that's a really nice thing that you can do and that's and this is the time to do it uh if you're taking everything out anyway
1: yeah, that could really change, uh, you know, a lot of your room if you do that as well. Um, yes, let it breathe, not too crowded. You're going to have space in between the either the stacks of books or the items, and you're not going to put you know too many items on one shelf. So it's just much nicer. It's much pleasing on the eye to be to see it that way if it's too cluttered you know even if it's all the same color spines it's still going to look too cluttered so definitely leave some space and i think anita's tip is right now and like what is what did coco chanel always say you know always before you leave take something off so take something off the shelf maybe yes you've you've put everything up there i would like to think about um a certain theme too. I mean, you know, not like, oh, a St. Patrick's Day bookcase. I'm not talking about like that hardcore of a theme, but just something in general that I'm going to be going for. You know, it may even just be sort of a color mood or it might be something like loosely associated with the seasons. So I like to have sort of somewhat of a a very loose theme in mind when I'm approaching the bookcase. That also helps me curate the items that I'm going to put in it.
0: Oh, I love that idea. And that goes with our thought of the limited color palette or kind of a particular direction that you're going. You don't want to put everything under the sun in your bookcase. You want the things that are in your bookcase to kind of make sense and to feel cohesive because it's all kind of one big grouping. So you don't want it to look uh, too disparate or too too kind of uh, when you look at it, you go, what? Why is that and that on there? So it really does, you do want it to make sense. And as you're placing the books back in, try to alternate your books so that some are stacked horizontally and some are stacked vertically and kind of make that a random pattern throughout your bookcase. So it doesn't look like one side is horizontal and the other side is vertical. You want it to, you know, kind of have a, and not a pattern, but just kind of a back and forth uh, around the bookcase.
1: Yeah, I I so agree. Yeah, you kind of want if you if you were making a motion with your hand, you kind of have like it's like swirling down a little bit in a loose way. But you absolutely don't make it. you know, On on the right side, there's four books, and then on the next shelf on the left side, there's four books. You really don't want it like that. It's it's kind of a right. looser feel. Um, you and want maybe it to look random, sh- yeah, right. And maybe one shelf you don't have any books. That's okay too. Or sometimes I've done it where. If I have a series, I have these uh, vintage Jane Austen books, and I have a lot of them that I bought in estate sales. And sometimes you just need a, a shelf just to be a resting spot. And so sometimes when I've created bookcases in the past, I've actually used that whole set mm-hmm. um, just across one shelf. And it's just kind of like, ah you know, it takes a little breather. It's books, uh, it, you know, bing, bing, bing. That's good. Um, But it doesn't, it's not giving your eyes, you know, any more um action really. It takes, it gives it a little resting spot before it moves on to the next shelf.
0: Yeah. And another thing to think about when you're putting things in your bookcase is you want everything to scale. You want things scaled properly. So if you're, Shelf height is eighteen inches. You don't want to put a lot of five-inch things there. You want to fill up the space as much as you can, uh, you know. And and I mean, you can have. Uh, you don't want everything exactly the same size, but just kind of make sure you have several things that do pretty much fill up that space, or at least look like they belong there. That you know are large enough that it, it looks like it works. So just kind of, and I think sometimes people say, "Oh, that's too small," so I'm going to add five other things there. Then they add then they end up with a cluster of five things that are 5 inches tall and it still doesn't fill up the space. So think, you know, big things for the space.
1: Um you may not think about tall things or wide things when you're thinking about a bookcase because, you know, you're dealing with shelves and there's not a whole lot of real estate on shelves, but you really should be thinking about tall accent pieces or something that is a little more bulbous um, on the bottom, something that will fill up some of the space. Um, What I've done in the past too, this particular bookcase I did in my last house, I loved it. Um, I had a really pretty uh, botanical book, a vintage book. And the the pages were just so lovely and it kind of went with the seasons as far as the different flowers. And I would open it up. I mean, sometimes I always forget, you know, and I'd be, I'd have a March flower and it would be, you know, May or something. But mm-hmm. I would, I stood the book up and opened in the, you oh. know, sort of in the corner of the uh-huh. bookshelf in a sense. And then I put something in front of it. I think it was something silver with uh, like a boxwood ball in it or something. So you... I mean, it's not like you could read the page, but you could clearly see the botanical print that was there. Oh, and I that love that was idea. Great, yeah, it was really interesting. It was a great way to add height without having to buy something else because it was a book that I had. And um, it, it, and even just the idea of the pages sort of, you know, sort of you know, going back to the covers, you know, it just added a lot of texture and interest to that shelf. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I have an affinity for beautiful oil paintings. And I ended up somehow with a bunch of little ones. And you know how we feel about small things on the wall. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like something big that really, you know, makes a presence on the wall. So I ended up with a lot of little oil paintings that are just so pretty. And I was thinking, where am I going to put these? And I was just looking in my office. I thought, well, I really need to look and see what do I have on my bookcase here. I have a lot of those. I didn't realize how many I had there, but that's a great place to display little paintings or little pieces of artwork that you have that don't really work anywhere else. Uh, You can get a lot of little uh, beautiful little brass easels that are so pretty to use. Sometimes you can just kind of, you know, lean them against the back of the bookcase and then put something in front of them so that they're not falling. Mm -hmm. So you don't even necessarily have to use an easel for all of them. But that's a great way to display them. And when I had a space in my bookcase uh, that I thought looked a little bare, I even hung a painting on the front of the bookcase, which is something that I've seen done in a lot of these European homes. It's really beautiful.
1: I love that look. I have been Mm -hmm. trying to make that happen for a couple of years. I mean, it has to really work as far as proportions um, and how accessible you need the bookcase to be, but I think that is such a great look.
0: Mm -hmm. I love the look too.
1: And, you know, I guess I've had situations where I've had a single standing bookcase. And Mm -hmm. so that kind of looks odd. You need to – I think you would need to do it where the bookcases are meeting. So maybe you have – Yes. Or or a built-in. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So Yeah, I have a
0: wall that's a whole bookcase. So, yeah.
1: Right. And I think it's really nice to add some picture frames and some – family photos, but Mm -hmm. I would be very judicious in how many I put, Mm -hmm. and I would probably make sure that they were really the best of the best, Um, you know, not sort of the back of anyone's head or, you know, from too far away. Maybe you've got some really great photos. Uh, Perhaps you have them in black and white, or maybe you transform them into black and white, which is so easy to do. And maybe you have two or three um, scattered throughout the bookcase, or you have – one shelf has three in different sizes or something like that. That can really be a wonderful way to personalize it in addition to the you know showing off the books that you enjoy.
0: Oh yes, and if you need to store magazines here it's really hard to get them to look good because they're floppy and have the skinny little spines. So we I really recommend using those magazine holders if you need to put them in this bookcase and you can buy several that are all that all match and then that really looks nice in your bookcase if you have several that are, you know, exactly the same color and the same design. That's really can be very beautiful in your bookcase.
1: Yeah. And I think a bit of green. So if you can yes. get away with a real plant, go for it. Uh, even a small faux in the, in a bookcase situation or a faux boxwood ball or a moss ball or something like that. A little touch of organic is in the form of a plant is really great. Another way to bring in some organic elements is geodes have been so popular of late. Those are really pretty. They add a lot of Texture and most of the time, some shimmer, which can be really cool. Even large shells, I wouldn't, as, as Anita's saying, I wouldn't put, you know, four little shells that you collected on the beach. Maybe you save those up and put them in a jar or something. But if you've got a big shell mm-hmm. and if you're doing sort of, you know, a coastal thing or that's just a super nice memory, then I. Or you, maybe you have a stack of books, you know, beach houses or, you know, houses of the Hamptons or something like that. That would be really appropriate to have a, a, a pretty shelf on top um, – shell on top of that on your shelf, which oh, is what I think, say. <laughs> I know. I think that's a great idea.
0: and uh, Or a terrarium. A beautiful terrarium. I've seen a lot of terrariums that are shaped like uh, greenhouses.
1: Oh, yeah. Those are pretty.
0: Yeah. And you can put a plant in that. You can use it empty. You can put cloches there. And the cloche doesn't even have to have something in it. You can have it empty or you can have something in it. But that's a nice face spiller. Blah, I am, what is today? What is it with today? Yeah. <laughs> They're nice space fillers. There you go.
1: Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I think this is a nice place too to add some of these Sort of objects of interest, some salvage pieces or something like that. Because it doesn't have to necessarily stand up even, and it doesn't have to be big enough to stand on its own. It can be just an interesting piece that you now stack three or four books of varying sizes on the horizontal, and then you put this quote unquote, object of interest on top of it. Mm-hmm. That can be absolutely beautiful. And then it's a way to enjoy something that if left to its own devices, you would kind of get lost somewhere in another, in another area of your house. But on, if it's perched on top of these books, it sort of has a little pedestal of its own and it can really add to the whole look of the bookcase.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about some risers that you can use. Obviously, the books are the easiest thing to use in a bookcase because you already have books in there, but this is something that's great to use. If, if you have something you want to display, it's maybe it's that thing I was talking about. It's maybe six inches tall, but you really need something 12 inches tall, then you can put six inches of books underneath that thing to build it up. Uh, another thing that you can do is add a beautiful pedestal, a little column Or beautiful boxes like tortoiseshell boxes. There's so many beautiful antique wood boxes. So many beautiful boxes that you can use. Or just kind of be creative and look around your house and see what you could use to set something on top of
1: yeah that's a really pretty way to do it i think there's so many pretty boxes and lots of times you can get them in threes so they actually Mm -hmm. would stack on top of themselves nicely but then you could also separate them and then you've got this um continuity of color or texture of you know streaming its way down your bookcase if you're able to get a set of of these sorts of boxes and it's great for little storage you know maybe you have you know, maybe it's that little collection of shells you don't know what to do with and you slip them in there. Or maybe, you know, you keep, uh, you know, matches from special occasions or something like that. Or just, you know, extra keys. You know, it's a great place to store things uh, that people might not know that they're in there. So you could put all your crown jewels in there or something as well. <laughs> or
0: trophies and i don't mean trophies that you've earned i mean if you have real trophies then good on you but mine are fake ones i mean i shouldn't say fake ones they somebody earned them not me but uh, (laughs) i just bought them (laughs) but anyway i think those look great in a bookcase they look like there's some history there maybe it's something that was passed down to you so that's certainly something I love to see in a bookcase or some trophies or some old figurines, maybe a bust of somebody or um, just some other figurine of a person. I think that's always fun to see something. I mean, just this is the fun thing to do is to go out to an antique store or a store that has vintage things and look for things that are about, you know, about the size you're looking for for your bookcase and just find some things that speak to you. This is such a great place to put all
1: of those fun things. It is so much fun to do a bookcase. That's why I've been totally jonesing to get one here. And maybe maybe I'll put one up here in the podcast studio and I can play around with it and just take pictures of it. (laughs) Oh, I think so.
0: It'll be like a place where you can, you know, come up with ideas.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's almost like playing dollhouse, you know, you're Mm -hmm. moving this stuff around and it's really fun. And I find it super relaxing. Like when I, when we started out the episode and I was saying, take all your things out and put them out on your dining Uh room table, like that gets me all excited. Oh, The idea (laughs) of doing that. Like you're seeing all the abilities there. Some people
0: just got seriously stressed when you said that because <laughs> it sounds messy.
1: Oh no, no, because yeah. you, you're you're playing. It's like you know, I know at you the are, end, but, but you have it's to a mess your while you're away.
0: While you're doing it, it's messy. So here here's some other things that you can put in your bookcase. Are large bottles. They can be new ones. They can be antiques. They can be colored. They can be clear. Bottles are beautiful, some interesting vases. And, you know, sometimes if you're going for a particular look, like, uh, you know, you want to go with interesting vases. But if you, but another thing to do is if you went with a monochromatic, I've seen one thing I've seen done beautifully is where the background of the bookcase is perhaps a blue and then everything in the bookcase is white. I mean, that's a very specific look. It's beautiful, but, you know, that's just one way to go. So if you're using, if you're not going with the monochromatic look where everything's white, then you want to find, so all these things you want to find, you know, try to find something that's a little more interesting, you know, not so, you know, that's just got some, some character to it. So that as you're looking through them, you're not kind of going, your, your, you're, your eye is resting on each item and enjoying it rather than sk- Quickly skipping from one thing to the next.
1: Right. So each item that you choose to go in the bookcase uh, should really be something that could stand on its own too. Right. You know that's and, what I'm trying to say. And it's made better by the other things that are around <laughs> it. Um, it may be too small to stand alone someplace else, but then you know it it has interest in the texture or the color or just you know that it's a vintage piece or something like that but then next to these other things and that really um shines and speaking of shine i think it's really great to have something it's not to be mirrored you know it's not i'm not saying like put a disco ball on a pedestal in your bookcase although you know in a certain room that could be pretty fab but um <laughs> something shiny is always nice even if it's just um the silver or the gold of a picture frame. But something that has some um, shimmer to it or some shine to it it is really you nice. You mean like to a pop.
0: silver pitcher?
1: Yeah, it could be a silver oh. pitcher uh, or mm-hmm. it could be just a, an orb. thats I have these couple of orbs that are so cool. I had them mixed in with a lot of uh, balls of twine and things like that in this French basket. And they looked great, um, but they kind of got lost because I kept adding twine. So I just pulled them out. Actually, I think it was just last night. And I was playing around with these two items in my living room. And wow, what a difference that made just on a side table. And it would it would be great, something like that, a round orb, like, you know, maybe eight inch, six to eight inches. And, and mine is just silver. I think, I, you know, I got them on the clearance aisle somewhere in like my home goods or something. Just imagine that like sitting on a stack of design books or, you know, that would be so pretty.
0: Oh, you're right. And if you have to use the bookcase to store some unattractive things, I, you, it's, it is, it can be done. It's easily done. Simply grab some baskets that you really like, some rectangular baskets and put those things in the baskets. And then you can put those on, you know, perhaps the bottom shelf in there. And, you know, I think the, the trick there is to get several baskets that, that match, that are exactly the same. And then when you put them there, it has a very calming look. Because they all go together. So that's what I would suggest rather than using four or five different types of baskets. I would make sure those are all the same.
1: Yeah, I'm totally down with that idea. And the bigger, if you have to have a bigger basket, and say you have somebody who's got poly pockets in your house or somebody who has Legos or Hot Wheels or stuff like that, get a lidded basket. Uh, What's a good place for those? Um, Cost plus world market. Mm -hmm. I always think that. Can I just say something about that? Why would they call their store Cost Plus? Like, does that not sound to you like you're paying more?
0: They're downplaying that part now. Now it's just world market, <laughs> okay, silly. Okay,
1: so I'm not the only one. I always thought that is just such a dumb name. Well, in the
0: olden days, Cost Plus meant... We're just giving it to you at cost
1: plus some small oh. little fee. Okay, see? I never got that. I was like, well, that's just such a just silly name. But anyway, back to – they do have great items that are not very costly. Um, right. And they always have nice baskets. Um, and oftentimes, again, like the boxes we're talking about, these baskets you might be able to get in sets of three. And that, as Anita's saying, that's a nice way to use them. So say you had to store some things just for practicality on your bookshelf because you needed – and it's always good to have additional storage. Um, get the get the sets. Or if you don't have sets or you find yourself, gosh, I have all these baskets and you know what I'm gonna say. Spray paint them all the same color.
0: So <laughs> you will
1: unify them. You have in... not talked about spray paint in weeks. I've really been trying to control myself. I'm oh, spray well, painting I've... um okay. I'm spray painting a piece of furniture right now. Uh, oh, like okay. sort of in between as we speak. Before we started, I was uh give a little spritz and now I'm gonna do another coat when we're done. <laughs> Um, But anyway, yeah. So you can take these disparate baskets that are different colors and shapes and sizes and spray paint them all one color and therefore unify them. And then one goes on the second shelf, one goes on the fourth shelf, and one goes on the bottom shelf. Bam. Yeah. I mean, if it's a craft
0: room, you could even have quite a few boxes there and store a bunch of things out in the open. And it looks great because it's in these boxes with the lids on them.
1: Yeah. No, it can really look great. I ha- I have to say, I think I want to share this uh, post of mine that I did. It was a while ago. Several years ago, not too long after I started blogging, but anyway, I'm going to link it in the show notes, and I think you guys might think it's fun. I thought it was fun. I had fun writing it. I ca- I have um, a post about decorating a bookshelf, but I likened uh, building a bookcase, well, not building the bookcase, but decorating the bookcase as as I would have done a legal case. So I
0: ha- oh, we can I- all relate to that.
1: Yeah, and, and I,
0: I, I sort of <laughs> all of us non-analogize
1: <laughs> it throughout. Like, how do you start with a solid foundation? Then you build the case methodically around your theme, and then you know you make sure there's a theme that's threaded throughout the entire case. Um, and then you represent it with color and texture, which is like the witnesses and the evidence. And then and I go on and on and on. So I think it's kind of fun. So I'm going to add it to the show notes. You guys can read it if you feel like it. But um, it's it echoes. I, I, almost everything that we're saying today as to how to have a method to putting together a bookcase. And, you know, it is a little bit of when it's right, you'll know it. Yeah. And that's where the fun comes in. Don't expect to have everything out on your dining room table and in 15 minutes have a bookcase that you're absolutely in love with. That's probably not going to happen. Or even if you're a person who's just going to be switching things around a little bit or uh, well, taking you, things away.
0: Do you remember when we were work, working on some bookcases at the Texas Flip and Move house and you would put something on the bookcase and I would walk by and move it and then you would walk by and
1: uh, yes, it? Yes, I do. Like,
0: yeah, it was musical I was like, chairs. Who's was
1: going to have the last move. <laughs> <laughs> and, then and then it my- turned out it wasn't either one of us. <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, that was so funny because at one point, I mean, I have to say, quite honestly, because I can tell you this, we can be so honest with each other, and I tell everyone, I was like getting a little angry. <laughs> I was like, I was like, she but not at me. The- no, no, were you getting mad no, at me? you? At you? not you're getting ang- mad at me? Not angry, but I was like, huh? Oh, she moved that cutting board again. I kept trying to like on the in the kitchen. I think it was because I kept trying to hide the outlet. You know how I hate those outlets? Yeah, well, I do too. Are you I sure that was me? And I'd be like. I don't, maybe it wasn't you, and I was like, it got moved again. And then and then, at one point, like, you know, like we were so deep into that day, and it was like we were so tired. I was like, this is really funny. And it was kind of <laughs> like, I'll move it and so see she moves it back. No, we had so much fun. we were very much on track with that together. I thought that no, was yeah, I mean we' joke really about fun. it, but
0: I, we I really didn't. I tried not to move it if I knew you had put it there, but sometimes you're just throwing stuff, and we had to get it done really fast. so oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah. it
1: was funny because I did and who knows? no,
0: it was <laughs> funny about the because you are like,
1: it got moved. It got, <laughs> then you started putting put that pillow what, over what there heaven, no! She switched the pillow on me. No, it was but, like, I didn't touch it, but it was we it, everything was better because we were both had hands in it, I think, you know, it's, it mm-hmm. is better. it was now. fun. You are bouncing it off each other. But anyway, right. but your back bookcases the- are going to be gorgeous, everybody. And if you do redo a bookcase or if you've already done a bookcase and you'd like to share it with us, please do. We haven't seen any bookcases in a while, but we've been getting some vignette photos and we've been getting a lot of, look what I did to my backsplash photos, which are oh, completely continuing to wow. blow us away.
0: Yes, so, all the um, photos do. I it just it amazes me at all the talent out there. So thank you so much for sending in all of these photos.
1: Yes, yes. And that just um literally and figuratively stepping back to the bookcase for a moment. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what you're going to want to do. When you've got it and you think it's the way you want it, then you're going to step back. Keep going back you know, several feet and really take a look at it and see how your eye moves around it and just see if it feels good. Because your eye is going to tell you if something's off, you know, oh, it's too weighted on this side or it's bottom heavy or there, uh, I need something taller up here. Uh, so just keeping in mind the thoughts that we gave you today, the suggestions on what to use and the suggestions of how to approach the whole thing, I think you're going to just, you know, you're going to blow us away with your bookcases. I'm right. Sure. And Kelly,
0: I want to bring one thing up. You kind of touched on it, but mm-hmm. I want to call it out very specifically. And that is, this is not something that you put everything up and as it touches your hand, you won't have to move it around again. This is something that's probably going to take you some time. You're going to end up moving several things around to different places. Don't be discouraged if when you first put everything you don't like it. Just keep moving things around. Take some pictures, like I was saying, at uh, different ways, and you'll get something. I think you'll be very happy with the end product. And here's another idea. Call a friend. Get a friend to come over uh, who likes decorating to kind of help you. And if you want our opinion, send us a picture and we'll, we'll, we'll weigh in on what we, what, what we think on it too.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. No, that I have in my notes, step back, mm-hmm. shift, adjust. I mean, that, oh, good. that's good. That's how we do it, right? Yes. Or, you know, sometimes everything you put it on there and your inclination is to make everything like a soldier, like everything's looking out and could salute you. Well, maybe it's just the idea of tilting to the side oh, a little bit or fanning. Yeah. Or you have like three books and so maybe they're all the same size. Well, you know, that can look nice stacked, but what if you fan them a little bit?
0: Oh, you are going off road.
1: Like this is advanced. (laughs)
0: You are road today
1: decor, but yeah. Well, hey, you know, speaking of what you just said, just I'm going to mention this. I hope it's okay. Our our listener and our 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 longtime customer, I think since the day our store was in business in May, (laughs) Lisa has been with us, and we had. she, she did a. A cons- Lisa did a consult with us too, uh, pretty early on, and mm-hmm. we we gave her a lot of suggestions, which she's implemented, and she shared photos along the way, and she um, she was buying another one of the uh animal print pillows the other day. Mm-hmm. So we were emailing mm-hmm. back and forth on it. And she said, I do want to tell you that she had a, a group of women come over for some meeting and they were like, Who's your decorator? And they wanted one of them wants her to go to their house to tell oh, I love, I love it. And so she was like, Thanks so much for all the tips. Cause her, I mean her house looks phenomenal
0: it does yes
1: and you know and she was just saying also how cuz she went with the limited color palette how she's really enjoying the fact that she does get to move stuff around all over her house when she gets right. a little tired of this chair here and she moves it someplace else so she's a she's, she's not only a listener a customer like all of you she's definitely turned into a friend and i love getting her email so that was just a really nice one to receive but yeah you know if you're you're getting a lot of tips and your house is looking fantastic yeah you're going to get you're probably going to get gigs Decorators too, all of you. <laughs> oh, I love
0: the affirmation she got from her friends that they really noticed what she did with her house, and they loved it, and they yeah. probably loved being in her, in her house. Uh, it sounds like they had a really good time. Yeah. So, ah, yeah. oh, I'm sorry we missed it, but we weren't invited.
1: i Well, but you know, it's, I know we're not in that group. Next it time, Lisa. A, it was a meeting for something at you know school or what have you. So oh, okay, I'm sure okay. if it was just random people, random, I'm friends, sure we, we would have <laughs> gotten the invitation. We love um, you, Lisa. Thank you. Another uh, listener, uh, Susan B. Susan loves creating, as she calls, vinnies, little mm-hmm. vignettes all over oh, her house. I love uh-huh. And I have never really seen someone take a vignette to this extent in, in that she's put so much of her heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. Susan, she names them. There, Some of them <laughs> represent people. Like there's one beautiful one that re- represents her mother. And she showed these photos of them, and she shared the photos that each one is unique and beautiful and well thought out, and because it's representative of a person or something special in her life, just you know, so meaningful to her. But one in particular that I wanted to share that everybody could try, and she, Susan said, you know, she thinks she might be the first person to try this, um, and I have not seen it before either. I think it's a great idea. Um, for spring, she has a French wire basket. You know, it could be, you know, whatever a non French wire, an American wire basket, but a wire basket so mm-hmm. you can see through it. And she layered, so she layered moss. She had green moss, then she had the Spanish moss, then she had a layer of, I believe, blue eggs, and then she had a layer of f- flowers, you know, but not. The flowers were not laying, you know. They the flowers were on the vertical, but the other things on the horizontal. So almost like putting together a trifle. You know, she layered all these elements, and you could see through the wire basket. Oh, phenomenal! Great that, idea. Isn't so that creative. A great idea? Yes. So creative. And I have to say, you know, uh, the creative thought aside, which probably took some time to come up with it, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the doing of it would not take very long. Yeah, that's right. You're just putting this stuff in there. So anyway, I think people should try that. I'm going to try that around Easter time. I think it's such a great idea.
0: Or you could even use a trifle bowl if you have one. You what a great a idea! Yeah, I love yeah. the wire basket idea. Right, that or a, fantastic. you know, a
1: cylinder. But the wire basket was so pretty because you could really sense the textures of the mosses mm-hmm. and things like that. So mm-hmm. really pretty, Susan. Thank you so much for sharing those photos. Everybody, you know, it takes time to take the photo and write the email and attach the photo and all of that. And you know, we know that because we do all that sort of thing every day for various parts of our businesses and lives. And the two of us sharing stuff back and forth. So we know, you know, it, it really takes a bit of your day to do this. And the fact that everybody, so many people have taken the time to share with us really, really touches our hearts. So thank you.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. And we found, we heard from uh, Wanda on Instagram. Who said she loves the podcast and she's learned so much and enjoys the ease that we share our knowledge. And she says that we are such fun.
1: So thank you, Wanda, for that. Yeah. If if you guys are listening but not following us on Instagram, we are having a ball over on Instagram with us <laughs> with mm-hmm. so many of you. Oh yes. So, so follow us on Instagram and you know, we'll check your Photos out and get to know you a little more. It's so nice to put a face with a name. Um, so you know, I'm My Soulful Home on Instagram, and Anita is Cedar Hill Farmhouse on Instagram. So if that's a place where you like to hang out sometimes, definitely follow us mm-hmm. over there. I have a crush today. Oh yes, but before we get to our crushes, um, you know, and all this, you know, we, we're loving you guys so much. Uh, we wanted just to give a little midwinter. Uh, sale boost, if you will, from Bespoke Decor. So, if you use the code Listener Love, you will receive fifteen percent off your order. Okay, and we will put that in the show notes. So, that's to our shop, Bespoke Decor, and where we have a lot of uh, new things for spring and some old favorites that are on there. Uh, so, head over and use the code Listener Love for fifteen percent off your order. All right. Well, that's
0: that's a wonderful deal. And let's talk about our favorite finds today. Okay.
1: So my crush is, it's a thing, you know, it's a decor item. It's very practical. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yes. it's from Ikea. And it's the Glad Dome tray. But it's not just a tray. It's a very nice little metal table with a removable tray. And it comes in an array of colors black, white, this kind of really interesting green, um, and a few other colors too. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spray paint it. I'm going to make mine gold. I ordered it the other night. I tripped upon it. I don't know where. Um, It's 20 bucks, you guys. Nineteen ninety nine, actually, I think, uh, and you, probably you could pick it up at, at IKEA too, and uh, maybe you don't even have to pay shipping. But it's twenty and five eighths tall and seventeen and a half wide. Does it have a glass dome on it? No, it's a tray. So picture, but it's just, called a glass dome tray. No, the, it's you know, it's Swedish. It's Gladome. G L A D O M tray you know like oh, you know they God name it. all their stuff with, yes you know, yes i should the known. dots on the ellipses or whatever that's called on top of it i mean i never know if i'm saying anything right oh you know, okay the schven table or whatever you know <laughs> oh i
0: see it now yeah. okay yeah 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 oh that's pretty what color are you painting it did you say i'm gonna spray it gold oh well that's really pretty i like that and the tray is removable the tray is removable i mean i it like really, that you could
1: use, and it has um 123 five-star reviews. I mean, you know, how could you really... It's metal. It's got a removable tray tray, and it's $20. Like, I mean, could you say anything bad about this table? I don't know. I mean, they do say in the description, because I thought, oh my gosh, maybe I'll get a couple and I can use them outside. They don't nest, but they're so small. You could just kind of move them around. I thought, well, maybe I'll get them for the uh you know, the patio, but they say don't use them outdoors. But here mm, again, I'm thinking probably to myself, rust, yeah. probably just the rust because it's metal. Mm, What's going to mm-hmm. happen to it? So, you know, if you don't mind either spraying it with some sort of rust proof spray paint or, you know, if it gets a little rusty, then you give it a little sp- sp- and you're done. You know, mm-hmm, I think you could, mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, go against Ikea, but I think you probably use it outside.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we've, yeah, at the farm, some things have... Uh, not fared well with the rain let's just put it that way well so. it's
1: it's you know it's hard living out there in the farm i think it's, you know, it can be I rough mean, it's on like everything. really the great outdoors there <laughs> yes i exactly. like my, you know my patio in la <laughs> you probably don't
0: get a lot of rain <laughs> well, so it probably works fine where you are tons
1: of rain so far this year so much rain that i mean they're everybody's excited because we're gonna have rain and water and all that good stuff for a long time so we won't be in a drought this year which is nice oh
0: well if water if rain excited me i would be excited all the time
1: (laughs) so anyway i'm kind of at the end of my my rain though i do love it and i get all sort of you know that pacific northwest feeling and Mm -hmm. i'm drinking tea until you know it's like coming out of my ears but yeah we've had so much of it i'm kind of ready for it to be done
0: oh okay so my favorite thing I've been enjoying is the Amazon Prime version of Vanity Fair, which is based on William Thackeray's book, Vanity Fair. Okay. But, Did and you hear my is- pen
1: just click? I'm writing this down. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean and it's been done before. This is not the first adaptation of the book. But this one's kind of a fun, playful version. I don't remember the ending, but I'm pretty sure it's Don't it's give a away sad. the ending.
1: No, no, no. No, no, no.
0: I'm not saying what it is, but I'm okay, just saying okay. it's it may be sad, but right now it's kind of fun and funny. There this adaptation okay, of it. Okay, Is anybody cute in it? Very playful. Is what? Anybody cute in it? Oh, <laughs> is anyone cute in it? Yeah, there's some people that are kind of cute. Okay. But it's kind of, it's a very, so far, this is what I'm trying to say. So far, it's kind of playful. It may, you know, turn, but right yeah. now it's very fun and playful. Yeah. 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 And well, it's uh, a class. A lot so of sex, If you haven't read yeah. it
1: or you haven't read it in a very long time, maybe you'll enjoy watching it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But since I don't remember what happens at the end, I'll be surprised. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> see, there is a benefit to forgetting things.
0: Yes, I'm sure. Yes, exactly. I've, I've been looking for again. this. For, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because Kevin, Kevin and I will watch movies on Netflix or something. And, you know, the discussion is always, have we seen this one oh, that's before? So funny. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. Because usually he says we've seen it and I'll argue it for a while. And then I say, oh, yeah, I remember this now.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. I or you have
0: guess. this feeling, you know what the ending is. Yeah. You're like And you're like, that, how do I know that, the ending? Is this my
1: life or have I seen this before? <laughs> yeah. can't really yeah, remember. It right. feels something familiar.
0: Yeah. I suspect I do not have ESP.
1: just so funny. So so, well, so, this yeah. was great, you guys. I am... Mm-hmm. Um, definitely going to get myself a bookcase someplace. I got to go to my thrifty and see if they've got any there that I can paint. And uh, maybe I'll put it up here. I think that's kind of a fun idea because I just don't have a spot in the house. And soon I will be sharing with you guys the, um, what the chase looks like, where the bookcase that I had in mind was going to go, but now I'm not doing that in there. So I will share that. Um, But yeah, I hope you had fun today. We always enjoy hanging out with you and definitely send us pictures. Keep keep us up to date what's going on at your homes. We'd love to hear and we really love to see it. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com consult. We hope to talk to you soon.